teachers, I think, actually, they're probably doing the offering right now. I will ask them after um, they come back from the offering. Um, so this morning we are doing um, an exploration of scripture um, in our service. This is the second year that we've done this. And the reason um, that we chose this Sunday in February both times to do some exploration of scripture by song is because every February there's a national songwriter challenge. It's basically just a songwriter's prompt, but they invite people who want to to sign up. Um, and it's called February is Album Writing Month. And the idea is that you try to write a song every other day of the month of February, and you'll have 14 songs at the end of the month. So out of that, you can basically pick an album of songs. That's the idea. Um, basically, it's a prompt. I don't think, I don't know that anybody has actually wrote at that, written at that pace, who's an amateur and created an album out of it. But it's a really great songwriting prompt. And people all over the country, all over the world are logging into the site and you're seeing what they are writing too. So it's just kind of an exciting thing to participate in. So last year I was doing this songwriting challenge and so was Daryl Snyder and Andrew Pauls, um, who was an intern here and um, attends over at East Chestnut Street. And so I wrote them a message last year, like midweek, so, hey, any chance you all would want to, I know you're, you've already signed up to try to write a song every other day. Would you be willing to take this scripture passage and we can all three try to write a song on it and then share it in church on Sunday? And it was so much fun that I sent out an email this year to other songwriters at CMCL. I said, hey, is anybody willing to try this again? And um, Tim Baum is doing February, um, is album writing month as well, so he was willing to come on board. And so was Jerry Lee Miller. So, um, so the three of us, um, and I promised them in the ask, all three of us, none of us have had more than a week to work on this. So the idea isn't that we're sharing a polished song with you, but that we're all sharing our experience of using songwriting as a way, as a prompt for looking at a scripture. So, I mean, I still halfway have laryngitis, so like this isn't going to be any performance of any sort at all, but, um, but just a fun way of sharing a way to explore today. Um, and in that spirit, um, I'm going to read a poem to you called Int Introduction to Poetry uh, by Billy Collins. <coughs> I think I've shared it here before from time to time. Um, it's about reading poetry, obviously, um, but I invite you to think of that um, as we think about songwriting um, as a way to look at scripture, um, that these are ways to look and understand a text, whether it be poetry or scripture. I ask them to take a poem and hold it up to the light like a color slide, or press an ear against its hive. I say, drop a mouse into a poem and watch him probe his way out or walk inside the poem's room and feel the walls for a light switch. I want them to water ski across the surface of a poem, waving at the author's name on the shore. But all they want to do is tie the poem to a chair with a rope and torture a confession out of it. They begin beating it with a hose to find out what it really means. And I think it goes without saying, but I do think sometimes over-earnestness about scripture is maybe helps us miss out on things that we can find there too. So this morning, instead of water skiing and waving, we're writing songs. So, um, and uh, I, I will be uh, passing out 
in the um, in a few minutes lyrics from Tim and I, but you don't have to follow along. They're just um, a resource for you to look at if you'd like to. So, Tim. So I, not knowing about the Beatitudes, I started Googling things Monday morning, and I came across a lot of uh, sermons, and uh, went to Catholic sites and Protestant sites, and uh, even went to an LGBTQ site. And, uh, so I ended up with four verses, and once they got started, they were pretty easy to write. Um, the first verse is, is about blessed as a peacemaker, and you should know also that uh, the other uh, uh, translation of the word blessed is uh, happy, and also rich. Um, so you'll see that I use the word happy instead of blessed in a couple places. Um, so the first verse is about peacemaking, uh, that it's, uh, you can't be a peacemaker, be a pacifist, you need to be doing something actively uh, working for peace. Um, the second verse is more about the seeing the, the, the divine and the mundane. Um, and uh, the third verse comes from my LGBTQ uh, site of the unit. And the last verse is sort of the So there's some stuff in there that sort of harks back to that. But, uh, we'll try to sing this thing here. It keeps sliding off this little stool. <laughs> if anybody recognizes this tune, let me know what it is, because I don't know what it is. <laughs> I made it up, but often I'll make up a tune. That sounds like so and so. Jasper went to Canada when he was 17. His brother was in Vietnam, told all about the scene. But something did not feel quite right. He needed to do more. He came back home to Arkansas and fought against the war. Happy are the peacemakers, touching the divine. Bless all of those who work for peace and may their candles shine and may their candles shine. The milk was spilled at dinner time, the tablecloth was wet. We got busy moving things, not a word was said. At first, Dad looked angry, then dryly spoke this line. Shed no tears for the spilled milk, your pardon for your crime. Happy are the merciful, touching the divine. Bless all of those whose mercy shows, and may their candles shine, and may their candles shine. 
Two roads divert from Robert Frost. I wish it was that clear. But life ain't always binary and not as it appears. Respect your inner wisdom when things don't feel right. And celebrate diversity and don't give up the fight. Happy are the searchers touching the divine. Bless all thirsting righteousness and may their candles shine. And may their candles shine. When life is overwhelming, it's time to take a walk through woods and fields. Appreciate the fungi and the hawk. And if you listen closely to the Creator's art, the wind will whisper, You are good, and open up your heart. Happy are the pure in heart, touching the divine. Bless all of those who see the good, and may their candles shine, and may their candles shine. regardless of what the lyrics are, and sometimes I'll look at the lyrics and choose not to lead a song because I'm not sure I can sing them with integrity or I don't agree with some of the words. So I was looking at the song and I really liked the tune and some of what it said, but I felt a little uncomfortable with some of it, so I um, took the liberty to change some words. Um, and so I'm gonna invite you to either sing the original if you feel comfortable with those or if they bring comfort to you, or you can sing the alternative words if you like. So I wanted to tell you a little bit about why I wanted to change um, some of the words. So um, the word chosen, for me, um, I think for a lot of people that might be a comfort or a joy to feel chosen and might give purpose to life. For myself, I was thinking kind of, of some historical reasons why um, that might lead to feelings of superiority or um, entitlement. So I was thinking of some things like the Crusades, um, Manifest Destiny in the Americas, slavery and racism, and even missionary movements. So the idea of being chosen, I, I like verse 3 because it says God is calling me. Um, so for me, I wanted to change all of the verses to God is calling me instead of God has chosen me. Um, also, I tend to be somewhat self-righteous when I feel like other people are like have the wrong idea, and so I can get pretty high and mighty. So I don't really need any encouragement along the lines of I am chosen. So both personally and historically, that was why I kind of wanted to change those. And also the other thing I feel is that when there's an exchange of cultures and ideas, there's often learning that goes both ways. So I wanted to acknowledge that. So. For verse 1, which we're about to sing after this long introduction, uh, the thing that I changed was, um, besides God is calling me, instead of to bring good news to the poor, I have changed it to to learn good news from the poor. 
God is calling me, God is calling me to learn new sight as I'm searching for light. So I changed it more towards my end of things. Um, so the other thing that happened in the first service was that um, Frank Muse stood up and he started talking about how in the Bible a lot of times when the word you is used, it's actually y'all, which we don't have any plural you in English. And um, so I was like, well, part of the reason, he said, we shouldn't feel uncomfortable with the idea of chosen because we're all chosen and it's a community, so we don't need to feel like it's just on us. So the other thing I was thinking is, shoot, we should change it to God has chosen us, where God is calling us instead of God is calling me. So that it's more of a community <laughs> feel. So if you want to throw that in there too, <laughs> feel free. So we're now going to have Marcy play it through so you know what the tune sounds like and while you're thinking about what you might want to say for verse 1. And then we'll sing the chorus. So once she's through playing, we'll sing the verse 1, one verse one, and then two times through the chorus. And then we'll sing verse 2 later after somebody else has shared. <laughs> Each other in parallel to each other. Um, so um, 
I, I thought of that as I was using the thesari, thesari, I don't know what the plural of that is, and rhyming dictionaries, which I often use with songwriting, is just, you know, if, if in a different language, different things rhymed with light or shine or love, you know, maybe our imaginations around those things would be different. But I'm uh, pretty pathetically monolingual, so um, this is definitely a song in English that I came up with. Um, I just think, I, I really wanted to explore sort of the third part of this scripture, which is the, the part of the passage where Jesus is saying, um, I came not to abolish the law, but to fulfill it, because I think he had been seen as so often giving new interpretations and challenges that as I read it, he felt the need to say, um, actually, what I'm trying to personify and teach is a fulfillment of the law, not, not an abolishing of it. And, I felt like that was really interesting, and I could not find a song in that to save me. So um, it, Tim and Jerry and I all seemed to end up being drawn to the part around light, um, and that was not an assignment, it's just kind of where we all ended up. Um, and for me, where I ended up going with the, the idea of the light is, um, it just felt it felt very foreign. Usually those statements about like about light or things are Jesus using an I statement. I am the light or I am the this. And in, in this passage it was, you are the light and you should shine. And I, I feel like that's so foreign to kind of what I grew up with, which is, you know, you kind of get told if your light is good enough to be put on a pedestal. Like the community kind of chooses who gets to be on the pedestal. And like it seems very foreign to be like, hey, my light's awesome enough, I'm going to shine on a pedestal. And, um, and just thinking about what the invitation of this passage is, which is just simply like, you're light. <laughs> so don't, don't try not to shine, don't try to cover it up, you're already shining. And kind of thinking about that as a, as a really comforting, beautiful thing. And, and then as the song wrote itself, it feels like um, kind of, it feels almost like it's in a parent voice or um, um, that it came out. So so that's what it came out as. And as Tim said, um, like the, the melody kind of fell together. And so I, I have this sinking feeling that one of these days I'm going to be like, oh, that's the tune I totally stole and I just didn't realize it at the time. So if you recognize the tune, let me know. I wasn't purposely stealing one, but we'll see. Um, <coughs> This one is called Let There Be Light.
verse 2, um, after Susan shared during first service, I decided that since she was talking about let's not be ashamed and let's just be out there with our lights and not be waiting for something to invite us, I decided to change verse 2 to chosen. So now that I gave my whole spiel about the other thing, we're going to sing chosen unless you want to sing calling for verse 2. And the only other word I changed in, in this verse is um, where it says, uh, God has chosen me to bring new birth to the kingdom on earth. I wanted to change it to God is calling me to help to birth. So I'm not taking all the credit. Of course, now that we're singing God is calling us, you can sing whatever you want because it's not just me anymore. So. God has chosen us is what I'm hoping to sing in this one. All right. Wait. Okay, thank you. God has chosen us. God has chosen us to set our heart to fire. God has chosen us. God has chosen us to come to birth the new kingdom. God has chosen us. 
Thank you again, Susan, for inviting me to this challenging exercise. I think I learned a little bit about myself in, in the process. Um, so on, on Friday, I submitted a working title to Sally, Leaving the Nest. And uh, I think I had some good ideas in, in that, that song, uh, too many of them. And also, I, I felt like the, uh, I was straining some of the rhymes and forcing things. So last night at 7.30, I decided that I was not going to leave the nest. Um, <laughs> so I started over on a new song. Um, each, of the, each of the two songs well, were launched from uh, basically the same idea that uh, we each have a light, which we've heard many times already. It's a challenge to let it shine sometimes, or even to know how to let it shine. And then sometimes it just happens which is, in my experience, like songwriting. Sometimes it just happens. Um, so last night as I was thinking, okay, what do I do now? Uh, I thought one thing that makes a good song is, is a good story. Um, and a story that has, shares an experience which a lot of people can identify with at some level so that it evokes... Other, uh, other images or stories in people's minds. So that's what I was uh, going for. And I asked myself, so what experiences have you had recently um, involving light? And I, I thought right away of my granddaughter Josie's fourth birthday party, which happened just a week ago. Uh, in, the, in the scene, the, the cake is set in front of her. Four candles are lit. The light is lowered and we all sing happy birthday to her. And the look on her face and the glow on her face was just so amazing. I've never seen her look like that. And in fact, I've rarely seen that expression on anybody's face in, in my lifetime. Uh, so my new song is called Candles. Uh, and and I actually, what I have right now is just a big lump of dough of the lyrics. <laughs> they still need... Uh, they still require kneading and uh, shaping and trimming off the excess, uh, setting the oven at the correct temperature, putting it in the oven and taking it out at the right time, and then of course letting it <coughs> cool off a little bit. Um, I guess we could go too far with that. <laughs> we don't have a sandwich. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I can't stop myself. All right, so I'm still waiting for the uh, lyrics. They, they haven't, I mean, the, not the lyrics, the uh, melody. The melody hasn't come yet, but I do have this big lump of dough which uh, uh, could develop into some lyrics. Candles. The lights are lowered. Four candles lit. Happy birthday, we sing to you. Your face glows. Out go four candles with a single breath. Your face is brighter than I've ever seen it. You feel special. You feel loved. And it shows. I've had lots of birthdays. I cannot get all the candles on my cake anymore. So we make one candle stand for ten. Out go seven candles with all my breath. And I'm grateful I still have the wind power as I smile on everyone, beaming. In between four and seventy... The world changes 
and changes again. Some days can get dark. I pray you'll always have enough light to see the one light that never dims. I hope you'll let that light shine in your own unique way. I hope you'll be blowing out seven candles like me someday. And on that day, I pray you still feel special and loved. I pray the light is still glowing on your face.